and the housing minister's here. Anyway, ahead. So that's all us then. Hi. And I see he's brought a single can of beer with him. Right. Yeah, I'm a one can man. But if there's a slab going. Uh, yeah, I've got some rock shore. It's so me. Extra flavourless. Uh, can I repeat that I'm actually not very comfortable with all of this in terms of the. Relax. It's New Evictions Eve in mine, bros. All right. Pascal, love you. Put out all the food. Yes, your room temperature pre cooked omelettes and transparent pancakes are served. Uh. Food fit for a tenant. <laughs> and my dimples are greening. <laughs> uh, just half an hour to midnight now, lads. Oh. Won't be long till we be ringing in the evictions. Uh, sorry, and you are. Uh, I am the Minister for Finance. Remarkable, Michal. You literally have your own Novini. Sorry? I mean an evictions party. Uh, what? I'm not sure this is what our founding father, Eamon de Valera, fought, died and commiserated with the Nazis for in terms of going forward. Didn't he die in his 90s? Uh, well, he died of show bands in the end. <laughs> Once awfully discovered sex, oh. that really did it for him, uh, the poor man. Fun fact, everybody. One of the first things Fianna Fáil did in governments was prevent an eviction in Kennedy and Offaly. Stop. The IRA. Uh, the good IRA. You know, the lads who had doffed their caps before the murder and the mayhem. <laughs> the IRA prevented an eviction, locking out the bailiff, which directly led to the foundation of the blue shirts who wanted to ramp up evictions. Which led to the proud foundation of Fine Gael under the slogan, eviction cheaters, <laughs> cheat us all. <laughs> Cold chicken wing, anyone? No, 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 no. no. Is there any chance of a boiled egg at all? Uh, passes another can there, but... <laughs> I decided fireworks at midnight would be in bad taste, FYI. And besides, we wouldn't be able to hear the doors being kicked in over the noise of squealers. Toads my goat. So, statistically, the number of people actually evicted at midnight is expected to be very low. Yeah. Landlords would still be in the Westbury and the Shelburne this uh, hour of the night. Anyone want some Battenberg cake? I have some left over from my celebration of winning the conference vote. What? Oh, two or three housing furores again. <laughs> Look at that. I want to, I'm not at all comfortable about this. Oh. In fact, I think I might go like. But it's oh. not even midnight yet. Yeah. The ban is still in place. Yeah. I can't even believe our government hasn't fallen over this. The mindless cruelty of it. Yeah. God almighty, the Greens will keep us in power forever. To be H, wouldn't it be so good to be out of this misery yeah. and in the promised land of a board seat for some sort of trendy startup for bailiffs? Oh. Good shout. There's going to be a roaring trade and shouldering indoors for a few years. <laughs> well, we can't leave this close to midnight, fellows. It'll be nearly impossible to get a taxi with all the extra people out on the streets carrying their kettles and duvets. Yeah. And I'll stay so for the EU commissioner's job. I mean, oh. I mean for the boiled egg. Like, sure. you know. And I'm going nowhere. I'm eyeing up Michal's seat. Excuse me? Well, you know, it looks the only comfortable one in this nightmare of mid-naughties woody slash bargain town purchases. Coolio. And I have an omelette in the shape of a sledgehammer for after midnight. Uh. Took me a whole week to slap it into shape. Oh, Out of the wind after eating that would shag me chakra something terrible. Anyway, happy evictions eve, fellas. It's both the best and worst eventuality for opponents of Donald F. Hugh Trump, the 45th president and the one who has the most impeachments, E-numbers on his face, and now criminal charges. Haters have always wanted to see him prosecuted for a crime, fingerprinted, and mugshot. And yet it will give Trump the one thing that keeps him alive, even more than those horse tranquilizers and probable blood transfusions. Airtime. Hours upon acres upon hours of it. Bring it on, baby. They're not coming for me. They're coming for you, believe me. Trust me. I got so many catchphrases ready. Wait for the nicknames I'm going to give the Democrat prosecutors and the judge. This is going to be on TV, right? What? Mercifully, judges in New York can prevent the trial from being televised, which means that those sketch artists are about to cause a run in orange pastels at the art shop and whatever colour they choose for Trump's spittle. 
It's a witch hunt. It's a stitch-up. It's all lies and disgrace. I call my followers, whoever is not in jail or broke from donating to my Stop the Steal fund to keep me in double cheeseburgers, hush money, and bare laxatives to rain down hell on these mother tarred all faces. NYPD are on high alert for armed people with IQs lower than the only floor level they're allowed to visit on Trump Tower, congregating near the New York District Attorney's office and courts with misspelled tattoos. The problem for Trump is that he knows this case is so easy to describe, even the most syphilitic of his base will understand the phrase, hush money for a porn star. I really believe the Democrats have stolen my thing, making terrible claims easy to grasp. Like rigged election. That's so easy to get. It's beautiful. And the only way to counter it is to speak in big, horrible words like evidence, correctly tabulated results, certified votes. They want me to take on hush money and porn star with boring proof and data and stuff. It's not my thing. It's my thing. Wrong. Lies. That's all I can do. Fake news. Bad hombres. That's my only thing. Elsewhere, Hollywood nepo baby and wellness grifter Gwyneth Paltrow won the whitest trial ever after being sued for an alleged hit-and-run ski collision by a 76-year-old retired optometrist. Terry Sanderson claimed the slight actress, who subsists on boon broth and coffee enemas and weighs two postage stamps, took him out in a crash. Before the crash, his lawyers claimed Terry was a charming, gregarious man. After the crash, he's not, which was evident as he took to the stand. I was skiing. Everything was great. And then I heard this blood-curdling scream. I can't do it. It was like... Gwyneth Paltrow claimed it was Sanderson who, in fact, hit her. Like... Two skis came between my skis, and then there was a body pressing against me, and then there was a very strange grunting noise. I can't do it. It it was like... She won the case and now returns to her day job on Goop.com selling jars of medicinal grade moon juice to people who cry four times a day. Sean Whelan, back reporting on the Trumpzilla who keeps returning like an infection when you've stopped taking antibiotics before the end of the course, or to E! News. Planning a trip from Dublin Airport this summer and worried about endless queues, overcrowded security, lack of transport links and the very real possibility you'll miss your flight? Oh no! Relax, we got this. The DAA is installing faster Wi-Fi in terminal buildings so you can watch from your queue as your flight status switches from boarding to final call to better luck next time. That's amazing! A full refurbishment of Fast Track is already underway, which means you can continue to pay extra money to queue for ages, alongside fellow deluded snobs who thought they could buy their way onto their flight as well. Nice try, snobs! We're adding pop-up coffee outlets for extra pep as you attempt to navigate the chaos of a critical understaffed airport. Fair play, DAA. We've listened to your feedback and that's why we've come up with a revolutionary idea of cleaning our toilets. Wait, what? So you can anxiety vomit in style whilst wishing you'd paid the extra money for travel insurance. Oh, oh. 
But wait, won't drones just ground your flight anyway? Don't sweat. We've partnered with Angarda Shikona to come up with a future-focused high-tech solution to the scourge of drones. A leaflet drop to local residents. That's groundbreaking. Maybe you've heard recent whistleblower claims that a lapse in standards around staff training has led to below-par security screening where vulnerabilities could be exploited. <laughs> As if. Right? Remember, don't arrive too early for your flight, but don't leave it too late either. So how long? This summer, we're 60% hoping to get 90% of passengers 75% safely through security in less than 20 minutes, 10% of the time. So that's... Uh, the Dublin Airport Authority. Here's hoping. God above. It's the sequel Nobody Wanted, a rematch of last week's Shout Till Your Clip Gets to 10,000 Views, Brawl in the Doll, as a Labour Party now smaller than the average family in a Roddy Doyle novel forced a no-confidence vote. The motion was a drop in the ocean and quickly became a game of who can find the worst simile for the eviction ban. The winner was Barry Cowan. Keeping the ban would be like bringing a child to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You'll start off okay, but before you know it, they've been sucked up a tube or turned into a giant blueberry. He gave one of those sorry if you're offended conditional apologies, which is a bit like a drunk driver saying sorry if I hit ye and reverse back over your legs to retrieve what I thought was my curry chip falling out of the car. Leo Varadkar sat scowling, throwing his eyes up to heaven as if Emer Higgins just walked in and he played the disappointed daddy. You know, I expected this sort of thing from those shinner skid marks, but not you, Labour. What happened to you? We, we used to spoon after screwing over blind pensioners and shafting young people on the dough. You were with us when we designed the housing crisis as a profits on crack wheeze for big firms at the expense of tenants and taxpayers. So own it, sisters. Mary Lou MacDonald has outdone the outrage so many times, she now just phones it in. A litany of failures, Taoiseach. Epic proportions of those cauliflower bites. Yeah, yeah, boiled or fried rice. Mm, Just a second. People who are distraught. Children who'll be sleeping in gorgeous. Do you do a spice bag, love? Or... Fianna Fáil were also scolding Labour like they just got seven A's in the leaving cert but came home from the disco hopped up on Bacardi breezers with a hickey on their neck I have a lot of regard for yous and Labour the way you left Fine Gael or us smack yous around the policies every couple of years and then you keep coming back for more for God and for pensions look at the only way is housing for all that's an acronym at the end there by the way housing for A-L-L any landlords letting come on car Later at a Finnegale meeting, Paul Kyo, a TD with a half-arsed future behind him, claimed constituents sent him more emails about transgender issues than evictions. Maybe the deputy can't tell the difference between email and internet history. Just saying. Ultimately, the government won the vote and slunk off for the Easter recess, followed by the Joe Biden recess, while the housing crisis topic once again gets evicted from the doll and has to spend the day in a small car, phoning around for somewhere to stay, like five minutes of lazy setup on a panel show or a column by someone fit to be tied. In the future, everyone in Ireland will have a housing crisis for at least 15 minutes, and then they'll either emigrate, turn to the drink or start a podcast. Often all three... Michal Lahan, only 100 sleeps until the next time the gobshites eat, sleep, rave, repeat. RTE News. 
I'm standing outside the High Court where this week the Berserk family, aka the Burks, have been well and truly at it again. The main event, of course, is Enoch's case to establish whether his refusal to be sound to one student is in itself a right of his that should be respected, or in legal terms, quid pro pronoun. Tuesday's High Court proceedings were sponsored by Strepsils. As Enoch and family continued their tactic of just shouting until the grown-ups can't take it anymore, the judge in the case accused Enoch of being in obvious contempt and a dose, also of doing me loafing, and added that recent antics risked putting many judges off their noon sherry. The judge then ordered Enoch attend court remotely via a screen. Court staff rolled in a television for everyone to watch, which did nothing to make the whole thing feel less like a junior infant's class where the teacher has shown up with a hangover. One hack passed this reporter a note wondering if Enoch had ever even seen a television before. In response, I drew a humorous cartoon of Mammy Burke screaming an exorcism at a TV that felt like a sequel lawsuit waiting to happen. Meanwhile, support act Amy and Simeon lodged a complaint over their eviction from the Court of Appeal, the nation's most beloved piece of slapstick RTE news comedy since proto-viral clip Man Slips on Ice. They claim Gandhi pulled their hair and tore their clothes and acted illegally and without due consideration for the god light that shines directly out of their posteriors. Fortunately for the Garda Ombudsman, there's extensive footage of the incident as well as faithful crime scene recreations by Patrick's Day Parade legends up and down the country. That case should take some time, as the Ombudsman is said to be breaking their shite laughing at the clips, adding, it's as good as National Lampoon's, honest to God, I've never wet myself as much. Finally, Simeon remains in custody. He could end his self-conflagellatory incarceration simply by signing his name on the bail form, but he refuses to do so in order to be considered a ledge bag in whatever circle of super-god jerks the Burks hang out in at the weekend. Unfortunately, Mammy Burke was overshadowed by her children this week, leaving us with no new hilarious chant footage to laugh at over pints. Critics remain undecided as to whether she has the potential for a solo career of her own or whether Where Is John Rogers was just a one-hit wonder. The Holy Show continues. Generic court reporter feeling high at the High Court, Radio News. Can't stop addicted to the shinners. Oh, gee, a great boss. Oh, gee, it's Mary Lou Ditch appears. Ah, here. The less said about the ditch, the better, what? <laughs> That's true, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, look, um, everyone, this is a sad, <gasps> dark day for our nation. It is a lifting of the eviction ban, just <laughs> dreadful. Look at Owen, he's inconsolable. <laughs> I'll be okay. <laughs> Actually, I was referring to the Late Late Show country special being on tonight. Oh. I mean, every pint of milk with a lasagna. Anya Buka with the one eyebrow <gasps> will be buck-lapping us back 20 years. Yes. Has the country not suffered enough? Didn't you wear a Stetson when you went to Garth Brooks and Croker? Um, <laughs> well, uh, can I just first uh, <gasps> look, mistakes were made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Anyway, I of course am the OG sympathiser with tenants affected by the lifting of the, the, the thing. Evictions ban. I mean, will we have the resources to House? update oh. their new addresses on the Abu database? Or? Oh, too soon. <laughs> There, there. You know, I'm just amazed the government actually went through with the whole thing. Yeah. 
I mean, I haven't seen an open go like this since any time Jerry used to pick up a hurley stick and the lads from South Armagh would just scarper from the gale. Even Ivana located her in our shinner. <laughs> How bad do things have to be for the Labour Party to have no confidence in you? They once propped up Michael Noonan when he was slashing respite care and funeral grants. And some of the independents came good this week too, voting against the government. Right. Absolutely, the shin dependence, Verona <laughs> Murphy, um, Michael Healy Ray, mm-hmm. his brother, Slapstick Healy Ray. I look forward to doing grubby little deals with them myself when the time comes. Oh. I'll be like Oprah. You get a handball alley and you get a handball alley and you get a handball alley. Woo! Have you noticed Fine Gael has started Googling the North and noticed some uh, double standards in our housing policy? Sorry, sorry, or what? Well, as you know, we're tough on uh, better rent controls down here. Mm-hmm. But our councillors actually voted against a motion to support rent controls in, in Belfast. Awkward. Talk about stiletto stepping ourselves in the foot. I mean, how come we are already Fianna falling in the north? Well, I thought the plan was to hold off, smashing our promises until we got power in the south. Trigger happy or what? Voting down rent controls. I mean, we're going to end up just being Fianna Fáil with tattoos, aren't we? <laughs> Anything else? Oh, MI5 have raised the terror threat in the six counties to severe. What? Is this serious? Why? Or is it like how Met Aaron issues an orange weather alert anytime someone walks by with a puffy dress that causes a bit of wind? <laughs> <laughs> well, any threat to peace is serious, boy. Shocking. <laughs> so I, I won't have to go up there for the Good Friday anniversary palaver. You know, I'm happy to, um, to zoom it in for my own security. No, thing. no, I don't think that'll be necessary. <laughs> Pity. Yeah. Right. Well, I best be off. Or oh, yeah. change cheap Irish homes to cheap European homes because, well, oh. for anchor, hump and dumped affordable housing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Hello. To be in with a chance of winning that hotel break in Tubber Curry, right. just answer today's Dohi Dazzler. Which of these is native to Ireland? Is it the potato, the tomato or incest? Text your answer right away. Now, sure. there are so many fantastic new TV series around <laughs> that we thought we'd take a sneak peek at some of the best shows with Francis Brennan. Yeah, well, Francis. Oh, and I'm absolutely glued to the box every night, Dohi. My humbucker. Now, we begin with Kin, which is back for a second series. Here's a clip of, of the moment that Amanda comes face to face with um, the other foreign lady, Drug Bass. I won't give you 70 million, love. I'll give you 90. That'll show you. No deal. Now if you excuse me, I must board my private jet and fly back to unnamed country far, far away. Wow. I still have literally no clue who is related to who. It has fantastic telly of frontiers. Well, it's a bit gritty for me. There's a lot of facial hair in it, which is an absolute nightmare for your Francis Brendan collection sheets. <laughs> and why do they all live down a cul-de-sac in house with no lights? Oh, yeah. If I was a gangland Fran, I'd be holed up in the park and mirror. Oh. You can see out every vantage point from the suites and the staff are starched every morning so you'd spot them packing heat from 50 paces away. <laughs> Very good. Now, Now, another returning drama is Succession back for a final spin. Mm. It's another family at each other's throats. Yeah, so it's like kin, but they don't live in a dirty lane. It's not for me, I'm afraid. Too much sailor talk. If John and I were to go around telling everyone to F off at our board meetings, we'd never get our Lucinda Sullivan plaques. And here's a clip. Uh, Mr. Roy, I would... Faf! Dead, dead, I... Dead, dead, I... Faf! Masturbation joke. Faf! And I thought it was a show for the clever people, huh? Right, what else is there, Maura? There's a new quiz show starting this Sunday. Ireland's Smartest is hosted by Claire Byrne. Who else? And here's a little preview. 
We are down to the final question to be Ireland's second smartest after me. Brian, are you ready? It's a cinch. Yes, Claire. What is the chemical symbol for beryllium? Um, beryllium. Come on, Brian. The dogs in the street know this one. Beryllium. Um... Oh, for God's sake. Could you be more dumb? What? That's a clue, by the way. Oh, shiz, I couldn't take the stress of that. Wow. I'm shook. You know, I did a show with Claire Bourne once before I met you, Mara. And she co-presented with Ivan Yates, too. Stop! Women have to go through so much. You know, I always thought Ivan Yates sounded like some sort of infection. Oh, I'll be cancelled. <laughs> Coming up after the break, <laughs> Celia Holman-Lee has Ooh. 20 ways to tie us around <gasps> this summer. This show is mental, you know that. Welcome back. It's now time for sport. Uh, we go over to Des. Hi. Car crash interviews, perjury. Are you sure uh, this is a sports bulletin, Des? Yeah, a bit of a spicy one today, <laughs> all right, Tabo. We'll start with Kelly Harrington. The Olympic winning boxer is in hot water following an interview with Off the Ball, in which she refused to comment on controversial tweets sent last October. Kelly was promoting Spar's new community thing when she was asked about a tweet she sent about immig- immigration. Here's how she responded. You know, you know what you are? You're looking Irish mammy in a sunny day. You're hanging me out to dry you are. Oh, I sent that tweet back in like October October it's like bleeding ages ago Liz Truss was still the Prime Minister over there uh, hello guys awkward spar handler here I think perhaps we should just move back into safer territory like how amazing spar is and the price of toffee crisps in a deal at the moment so. yeah do you ever see the little mermaid let's just say you'll be under the sea if you don't sure up <laughs> yes. under the sea at spar yeah, I haven't seen someone get owned like that since I diced Robert Troy live on air <laughs> probably the worst spar sanctioned cock up since that time they put spicy chicken in my role when I specifically asked for plain what now Kelly later released a statement saying she has benefited from multiculturalism and she's all about diversity empty rhetoric masquerading as progressive politics someone's been reading Leo Varadkar's Twitter <laughs> a Limerick hurler pleaded guilty to perjury this week how very Jeffrey Archer he can get someone to ghostwrite his jail diary that's the GAA way isn't it yeah no hmm? uh, he was sentenced to two weeks in prison but he's launched an appeal oh well if there's one thing you GAA folks love it's appealing things to the CCCC I presume but now uh, for some actual sport well, time for some 40 winks then yeah, the league was settled last weekend with Galway Mayo set to face off in the Division 1 football final and Kilkenny play Limerick in the Division 1 hurling final which are ticked Dubbo? <gasps> Sorry, I dozed off. Uh, but come on, Des. Not even those up-the-ga types who have five betting apps on their phone and zero chance of getting a mortgage as a result. Not even they care about the GA leagues. Yeah, but the big story of the week is the shock return of Dublin Stephen Cluxton. Sorry, the who? Well, it would be like if uh, R- Ronan Collins or Dave Fanning came back to RT now. They both still work here. All right. Yeah. Nobody ever retires from RTE. You'll be on Lyric when you're 80, still nattering on about ball-bouncing half-wits. Presenting Des's Island Discs with the help of God. Oh. Finally, the Republic of Ireland kicked off their Euro qualifying campaign against France with a nil-one win. Sorry, I thought we lost that one, Des. Yeah, well, we did, but it was a kind of loss that felt like a win. You know, we oh. played well, had a couple of decent chances. Stephen Kelly said it was the quietest Mbappe has ever been. Yeah, we're still fourth on the table with zero points, it says here on the internet. Yeah, well, Irish fans still have a lot to hope for. Such as? Like if the machines break down in Lansdowne Road again and the, the pints might be free. <sighs> I wish I was French, you know. They win football matches and don't have to work past 62. Yeah. Also, the Burgoyne. Ha! Huh. No. Au revoir, Des. yippee ki 
Mr. President, sir. Yeah, what's the story? The itinerary has been finalized for your trip to Ireland. Uh, there won't be a cow pickled in poutine for a fortnight. Um, Seamus, he and Finn McCool coming. Uh, sir, can we have a word about your... What? Well, your performative docility. Me what, you English cur? Speak, you whore. Well, the staffers and I notice your precise and thorough handling of complex policy matters behind closed doors. Yeah. And yet you insist on pretending to be incoherent and dotty in public. Here's the deal, son. Mm-hmm. The public don't want to compass Mantis president anymore. Nope. Look up the years 2016 to 20. So I'm giving them Dopey Joe. They don't fear an apparently old, quasi-senile man, man. I'm not sure I follow, sir. Look, I thought I'd be out of here in 24. Mm. I gosh darn give the whole thing to Kamala on a plate. That's true. But she's as wasted as a messy born in Mayo. Oh. So if I have to run again, I'm going to have to foe malarkey my way back in here in order to dump the Trump. You feel me? So you really are faking those dippy senior moments, Mr. President. Hell yeah. Oh. That's why I need this one trip, man. One nice thing for me before I have to run again. I'm going home to Ireland as happy as a tinker on a trip full of cats. <laughs> I think I'm beginning to understand. So here's what my speech is going to be like. You ready? Yeah, <clears throat> sure. Hello, Ireland. A lot of folks back home in Delaware... I often wonder if I'm an Irishman at all, at all. <laughs> Since I've never been gay-eyed, um, or put a bomb under a car, what? or even fiddled with a goat on a borine and moat. Sir, you can't possibly say those offensive... <laughs> what? what would you prefer, man? Well, uh, me talking silage about the nuances of Irish North-South relations and well, the GDP of Silicon Liffey. Uh, Fact that, I'm going to squint, gaff, Hooli and make digs about the Brits until all 38 counties of Ireland are reunited. <laughs> it's going to be five days of old Dopey Joe singing, Come out, ye blackened hams! <laughs> I get it now, and I salute you, Mr. President, sir. God, I can't believe I have to be president until I'm 90 just to stop the rednecks voting back in that fat lad who looks like a bleached mop that's just been used to wipe the floor of a lap dance disco full of porn stars. Wow. Fact me and the devils from Dingle. <laughs>